So, is Great Britain's culture still relevant today? I mean, you always hear about, like, Western culture being a popular thing around the world. Like, I mean, we have Beyonce. Like, everybody loves Beyonce. Even if you don't love Beyonce, you love Beyonce. You don't have a choice. (laughs) I mean, that's just how it works. But when you look at... Mm -hmm. A lot of the cultural references, and we're going to go through a <laughs> slew of these, like the fact that we can name all of them. Like, I, I can't think of any top, like top 100 musicians right now, um, or a large swath of them that are from the UK or top movies that were filmed in the UK other than, you know, like I said, the Harry Potter series. Uh, that's definitely a big one. Mm. I feel like when you guys have hits, you have hits. But America just has more. Um, so, yeah, does does Great Britain still have a large cultural influence? Uh, I, I feel like we do. I feel like Great Britain really does. Um, you know, you just have to look at... So if you go back 30 years, 40 years, you've got... Benny Hill and Monty Python, right? Okay, everyone, everyone, every single American sketch show, particularly ad, uh, animation shows, but every single American sketch show has a Benny Hill segment. Every single one of them. And we all know the segment. It's where that stupid music is playing and everyone's running from one door to another round around in circles. Scooby-Doo staple because it was used in Benny Hill, you know? So I think that's a maybe not so much relevant right now, but a lot of, um, especially animation sitcoms, you still use that trope every now and again. Without Monty Python, we wouldn't have South Park. Now, regardless of whether you, how you feel about South Park, we wouldn't have South Park. Without South Park, we wouldn't have, you know, the movies that... Trey Parker and Matt Stone put together and we wouldn't have all of the copycat shows that came about and the copycat movies where it's that sort of edgy, you know, trying to disgust you humor or trying to trying to make fun of something that is obviously way so far out of taboo that the things that are taboo are going, whoa, that's that's ooh, yeah, mm, maybe not. You know, without without Monty Python, we wouldn't have that. You know, we have uh, Eddie Izzard, who I've, I feel is one of the greatest stand-up comedians that the UK has ever produced. We wouldn't have him if it weren't for Monty Python. And if it weren't for him, we wouldn't have a bunch of copycat sort of nonsense storytellers. Uh, that that sort of complete absurdity, you know. Again, it's Monty Python, South Park, Eddie Izzard are all sort of related in that same, in that same uh, instance. And without... 
without those guys, we wouldn't have a lot of the early comedies of the late 80s and 90s. So we've got uh, Blackadder and Not the Nine O'Clock News. I'm listing a whole bunch of shows that probably you've never heard of, Jay. But <laughs> I-, I was going to say, like, I-, I hate to burst your bubble, but I don't know who Eddie Izzard is. <laughs> so oh. it's, it's this. And, and that's oh. what I'm getting at is it's. Yeah. I feel like for every for every instance of something that you just named, if I asked you like my, my little sister is fourteen, if I ask my little sister who Benny Hill is, she's gonna have no idea. But if I ask her who Scooby Doo is, like she'll know who Scooby Doo is. She may know Monty Python just because she's related to me, but she'll know what South Park is, you know, and even with like Eddie Izzard, like she doesn't know who Eddie Izzard is, but she might know who like you know, Red Fox, you know, Sanford and Son, a lot of these classic things that are culturally limited. But I just feel like Great Britain's cultural influence is dying down, except for in these like very small, uh, very small mm-hmm. groups. Now, one, one thing that you added to this list that I'm looking at here is Doctor Who. And, and as someone who is a Doctor Who fan, I, I definitely agree with that, but I will definitely also say, you know, most people when I talk about Doctor Who, it's not like, oh, you watch you watch Doctor Who? Who's your favorite doctor? Oh, I really love Matt Smith. Oh, Peter Capaldi. You know, like, you don't hear that. You hear, oh, you're one of those guys. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you're a Whovian. <laughs> like, and... And that's the thing. I, I will definitely give you Harry Potter and, you know, now Fantastic Beasts and, and those things. And um, we were talking about uh, Sherlock, like the idea of Sherlock. Sherlock has been done so many times. And he, the funny thing is most people, at least from the American perspective, don't know that many of these people are from the UK, which leads me to argue is, is, is the British influence still relevant because, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch, I mean, nobody knows where he's from. No one knows how to properly say his full name. Like, it's mm. it's just weird. But then at the same time, most people didn't know that Hugh Laurie was British in America. That's it, right? I love that story. Um, that's one of my favorite stories is that Hugh Laurie went in for his, uh, even, the, even the producer, Brian Singer, will will step will sidestep his recent history in Hollywood but the producer Brian Singer didn't even know that Hugh Laurie was British even when he turned up to the the audition he went straight into that accent and stayed in that accent for the entire um for the entire you know uh audition and when he came out you know Singer is quoted as saying that's what I want that's the kind of American actor I want and somebody went yo he's British you know, he's quite a famous British comedian and writer in the UK, an actor. And he was like, oh, well, we'll hire him anyway. You know, and you're right. Yeah, a lot of people, I mean, there's um, award shows where he stepped out whilst, uh, so we're talking House MD, you know, whilst that was still on the on the air, he would, they would be receiving awards and he'd step up to the podium and start talking. There's a brilliant, um, I think it was him and Zach Braff were standing next to each other at some award ceremony. And, you know, um, Hugh Laurie goes, yeah, this is actually my accent. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, young Master Braff and I are very honoured to be presenting an award in, uh, in, what? 
No, nothing. I just, I didn't realize we were doing British accents. <laughs> well, no, we, we're not. I, I'm British. This is the way I talk. Sure it is, Hugh. <laughs> the nominees for outstanding... Parodying with a, you know, a sort of Dick Van Dyke, ooh, we're apples and pears sort of... Um, uh, what's the film he was in? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. That sort of Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, uh, you know, apples and pears sort of sound effect. Uh, it wasn't even Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. It was um, Mary Poppins, wasn't it? Wow, I'm so bad at this. But, you know, <laughs> but yeah, the the fact that, that nobody knew that Hugh Laurie was a, nobody in America knew that Hugh Laurie was a British actor. I guess, yeah, that kind of proves your point, I guess. Yeah, and, and like you, you just mentioned Mary Poppins, like, I, it didn't and, and maybe it's just a thing that Americans do where we just automatically assume that everything was filmed in Hollywood and everything takes place from a Hollywood story um, and it's really funny because Disney is the worst at this because Disney doesn't make original ideas like every Disney idea is from some other countries <laughs> like I like some old story like Beauty and the Beast and um I can't remember. Did Disney do the Sound of Music? <laughs> like, uh, I don't think they did. I don't think so. But like, yeah, like you know, a lot of like Mary Poppins. I when I think about it, I'm like, oh yeah, that's obviously British. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just just the entire everything about it just screams like Great Britain, <laughs> England. <laughs> but at the same time, like I don't think about it until. It's right in front of me. It's not like, oh, hey, I wonder what I wonder what BBC, you know, what's on BBC and you know, BBC Radio and and all of these things. And what's funny is, I listen like when I actually get international news, I get it from BBC, and that's only because I mean, have you seen American news lately? <laughs> <laughs> like, I avoid that, but the, but I can't say that I am like everyone else i would i would say that i'm an outlier um and and i definitely agree that yes this isn't an argument that great britain didn't have a large cultural influence i just don't think they do anymore okay um so what about um the office who remembers the the british office well (laughs) like i mean the american office is like just far in regards to cells and like the phenomenon that it became, I would say that the American office overcame the British office. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I said that as someone who is not a fan of the British office, because I thought it was, <laughs> that it was dire if I'm honest. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I've actually had Brits tell me that the American version of the office is more, uh, popular than the British version. It definitely and, is. Yeah. And there are definitely, like, there are these things that just happen, like, uh, I put it in here as kind of a joke, but, like, high tea. Um, mm. I went to um, Victoria in uh, British Columbia, Canada, and they still observe high, like, they, like, one of the most prominent hotels there, which, by the way, if you ever get to go to you know, Victoria Island, it looks like England. Like I, I was like, Whoa, how did we get to London on a <laughs> boat from Seattle? Like that doesn't make sense. Like it looks 
like you are in England. It looks like you are in like downtown, like every television show London. Um, when you're through like the main square of of Victoria Island, but yeah, like some of their bigger um, hotels still observe high tea, and like they they pull out fine china, and it costs a ton of money to do, but it's still a thing that they do, and I definitely won't, I will never say that Great Britain didn't have influence. I just don't think they do anymore. I think that. You're not going to see very many new things that are pulling from current British stuff. <laughs> I mean, I mean, we have right around the corner, um, we have the Good Omens Amazon TV show, which is, you know, about to be broadcast. You know, and that's a Terry Pratchett, Neil Gaiman production. So I think maybe on the back of that, we might get a whole bunch of new uh, British culture stuff. But if I think of, like, Neil Gaiman, like, what was Neil Gaiman's greatest contribution, I guess, or most popular contribution? I would think American Gods. Especially, definitely internationally, uh, Neil Gaiman's biggest work is uh, American Gods, um, which, you know, has had the first season of the TV show based on the book recently. Um, You know, and yeah, I guess... But I think I think based on that, we've had a, we're going to have maybe a few more TV shows that are about sort of I don't want to say supernaturally things, but some you know stuff that is similar to that. So we'll have um, and is that it, you see that's the problem is that is Neil Gaiman's book American Gods, and I guess spoiler alert for people who haven't read it, but is the book uh, American Gods is that his take on American culture. Or is that American culture sort of, as you said earlier, just sort of integrating and bringing everyone together and saying, yes, you could bring your culture and be part of your culture here whilst also being, you know, American in a, in the inverted commas, you know, what, 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 what signifies someone as being American? So what, how does that fit? Like you say, how, how does it work? Is it an, a book on American culture or is it a book by a British person about, you know, I, I don't, hmm. Yeah, and and it it is this this weird this weird idea that we would we would say that like there is no new like the last new British reference that was originally British, 100% British that took the world by storm has to be Harry Potter. And I mean that that was what 20 years ago? Yeah, those books came out forever ago. Um I remember I was I, I mean I wasn't a kid, but I was quite young when they first came out. I think I was about well, I was in, was I was in grade school released? when it came out. Like I remember reading it in like early grade school. And I mean so that was in the early 2000 either late 90s or early 2000s. No, I'm not sure. Um, I Let's don't know see. when the, the first book was out. Hmm. 1997 was, was the was the original publication. Yeah, I'd have been studying. Uh, I'd have been studying secondary school, which is uh, 11, 12 years old when that first came out. So yeah, that's a very long time ago. 
So yeah, mm. I, I think I think that we can safely say that while British culture and actually before we do that, I, I, there's one last thing because we're not we've been talking about culture in the media, and I kind of branched that out a little bit when we were talking about like high tea, but mm-hmm. when I think of Great Britain. I think of like the sun never sets on the British Empire. Like that that idea of being a a former superpower and arguably still a superpower. Um one of the more prominent countries uh and I mean right now you guys are going through Brexit and that is having a negative impact not just on the United Kingdom but on other countries as well um so i do think that you have influence i just don't think that influence is now a part of popular culture it's it's a part of maybe historical culture it might be a part of um historical tradition but not cultural like pop culture and and i mean don't get me wrong i as someone who who's fascinated with international culture as as a whole i i think that there are some amazing um actors actresses um musicians painters and uh, uh, so many great um artisans have come from the united kingdom but i don't think that they are as popular as their american counterparts I mean, Adele. She's pretty huge. Again, when did when did Adele be? When was Adele relevant? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> James, yeah, James okay, Bond, maybe. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like here, here was the stretch. So PewDiePie, <laughs> arguably the most popular YouTuber in the world currently lives in the United Kingdom. And I had to think about it because he's technically Swedish. He's from mm. Gothenburg. So it, it's it, it's funny that like even in in the eyes of who gets who gets looked at more than anybody else in the world on a daily basis. That is that is straight up PewDiePie. PewDiePie probably has more people looking at him than anyone else in the world at any given moment in time. And he is from the United Kingdom. Well, he lives in the United Kingdom, but we still don't attribute him to... Like, even his Wikipedia page says he is a Swedish YouTube personality. I mean, can you define someone's nationality just by the country that they live in? I mean, Neil Gaiman lives in New York. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I mean you know, <laughs> like, we, yeah, like that's the thing is like even people who are it's like people who are from the UK are <laughs> like they don't either they don't live there <laughs> or people who are from other parts of the country who live in the UK don't get the title 
of being British. They take whatever their original nationality was. And, and I think that is that is something that we see with America that, uh, going back to our initial topic from the internet, um, like, I would be considered African-American. I have never been to Africa. There is actually no guarantee that my ancestry can even point back to Africa other than the color of my skin. And if we want to be, you know... If we want to go deep enough, we could say that all ancestry points back to Africa in some way. But the the general idea, like, my family could be somewhat Caribbean. I don't know. I'm not going to do a 23andMe to figure it out. It's fine. I don't really care. I feel like I'm American. Um, most people who are, you know, you have Native American. You have Indian American. You have, I mean, Caucasian, but, not, you, know, you know, they're... <laughs> Anglo-Saxon Protestant, it's fine. You have Hispanic American. Like we we incorporate both into our or Latin American. We have we, we incorporate like America incorporates whatever the culture is, but also says, but don't forget we're American. Whereas, you know, PewDiePie lives in Britain, but he's not Swedish British, he's Swedish. Yeah, that was one of the things I was going to say, is that if you look back at some of the words that I used earlier on in the episode, I said, you know, Afro-Caribbean and Indian or Middle Eastern or Near East Asian. I didn't say, and this isn't me trying to segregate anyone. This is just sort of the vernacular of the UK. It's Afro-Caribbean, not Afro-Caribbean British, not Afro-Caribbean English, not Afro-Caribbean Scottish. It's not, you know, Middle Eastern British. It's or British Middle Eastern, you know, it's, it is Middle Eastern, you know, and, and that's not me, like I said, I'm not trying to segregate anyone, but that's kind of how certain groups identify themselves within the UK, which is weird, because it kind of goes against that thing that I said earlier on about, you know, as long as you sort of integrate and behave like everyone else, you, you're kind of left to your own devices, but you have to, you can integrate and, 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 and join in, at least this is the experience I have with certain areas of the UK. You can integrate and join in, but you must identify as something alien, you know? Whereas, like you were saying, Jay, you know, in the States, it's African-American, it's Italian-American, it's Swedish-American, you know, it's Mexican-American, maybe not Mexican-American, Latino-American, no. <laughs> you know? Whereas whereas in the UK, it's no, it's British and it's, 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 it's Middle East. You know, there's this very clear divide in the words that we choose. But then you have to remember that, you know, in the UK, we've, for hundreds and hundreds of years, we've had those very strong divides between people. You know, the, I mentioned earlier on the cats, the class system, nearly said the caste system then, sorry, the class system. You've got lower class. These are the people who have the unskilled jobs and the traditionally until, you know, 50, 60 years ago, weren't expected to get a very high education, a very good education. And then you've got the middle class, who are sort of neither lower class nor upper class, but they've sort of found themselves in the middle, and they're making themselves a comfortable wage, and they can afford to live in slightly nicer places. And then you have the 1%, the upper class, who are, the, you know, these are the landowners, this is the royal family, this is all of the people that you see on the television who are sort of speaking in this kind of accent, you know, that's, we have those and, and we still use them to this day. We still divide ourselves into these separate groups based on the area that we come from or 
the money that we make. And it's not a lower lower class British. It is you are lower class. It's, you know, and there's the British people and there's the Middle Eastern people and there's the, the you know, the, the Near East Asian people and the Far East Asian people who all live in the UK, who are all maybe, you know, descend maybe like you say second third generation chinese second third generation uh iranian second third generation um polish second third generation afro-caribbean but we still use those and i'm using those words myself and you know it's like a a subconscious divider that i think we use in the uk to separate to almost separate ourselves to segregate ourselves rather than integrating and it's a weird dichotomy at least in my experience anyway so, so two things before we wrap this up. How does it feel, or how do you think that the high-class Brits or high-class people from the UK feel knowing that PewDiePie is one of the richest people in that area, but yet his behavior wouldn't be considered high society or, or downtown Abbey. You know, it, it, like, how how do you think that that boils over um, to the, the people of East Sussex or in Brighton? I think you picked the wrong place there when you said Brighton, Jay, but that's okay. You don't know the joke of it. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I, what, what, is there, is, did I, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about it. No, it's fine. Um, you know, I'd have said, you know, the city. So that's the city of London. The centre of London is maybe, you know, where a lot of high class people live or um, out in the countryside, okay. you know. And even, I think even better. So, <laughs> like, yeah. how, does, how does that work with that then? I think um, a lot of the people um, who are the sort of high class, high earners don't really know. I mean, they, their children will. Or the the younger generations will, but I don't think you know the 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 priest who lives in um, I don't know Richmond upon Thames or somewhere like that. That's you know high class in in that sort of um, expensive to live that high class area. I don't think they're going to know about them. They may try to reference them in their sermons to try and you know be down with the kids, but um, you know, uh, and I think I think it's. <laughs> I think it's a strange one because I think it's going to parrot what happened in the 90s when the explosion of hip-hop hit the UK and you had, you know, sons and daughters of very, very well-off families who were speaking like, you know, emulating, speaking like, behaving like, dressing like their hip-hop heroes or, you know, for want of a better term, I don't know whether they would have been their heroes or not, but speaking like, behaving like, emulating these you know the the sort of new york rappers and when then when the 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 west coast folks were being released over here you know the nwas and people like that you know these these very well educated young boy young men and women walking around behaving you know saying singing those songs you know the hook like straight out those. of compton like exactly exactly <laughs> like f exactly. the police <laughs> yeah exactly did, did they say f you the know? bobbies though <laughs> <laughs> that would have been hilarious uh, but no they didn't but I, I think that I think we can wrap this up with saying that British culture hasn't been 
largely popular since the 90s. And that doesn't mean that it's not popular. That doesn't mean that it's not great. It's just, I think that right now you have the Netflixes, the Amazons, the Disneys, the Pixars, the um, the Beyonce's, the all the other artists out there that are just so popular all over the world. Like, like this came in, I saw this on the news, like, or I can't remember where, I, actually I can't remember where I heard it from, but Beyonce got paid $50 million to do a wedding in like Saudi Arabia. <laughs> like that there is a level of cultural influence when you get invited to participate at a wedding and you get paid that kind of money. Like I don't Adele doesn't get paid fifty million dollars to go sing at somebody's That's wedding. True. That is true. Wow. <laughs> But I think we can wrap it up at that. And I, I guess the one last thing that I would I would say is, you know, hey, if you, if you think about it, even within the UK itself, it's so diverse. You you mentioned, um, and this didn't make it into the the recording because it was somewhat personal. But like you mentioned that where you grew up versus where you live now, there was a war going on. You know, in yeah, yeah. you know previously, and it was forty miles difference. Whereas, I mean, yeah, we had that with the Civil War, but it wasn't. It was across like a single line, not necessarily like this county versus this county. It was like this this set of states mm-hmm. versus this set of states. But even in the United Kingdom today, you have countries that are completely not at odds with each other at least not anymore but completely politically different um if you look at the whole brexit situation where like you have people in the uk who want to leave but then you have like scotland who is like yo if we leave like we will consider defecting and like (laughs) leaving the uk and like that is a huge thing where like people who are scottish don't say i'm from the UK, they say I'm from Scotland, um, and forgive me because the rest I can't use any other references because I always get my countries of the UK mixed up. But people who are British, I mean, that includes Welsh mm-hmm. and uh, people, Northern Ireland as well. And Northern Islanders that includes people from England mm-hmm. who say they're English. Um, I don't know. Again, what does the Welsh do? If you're if you're Welsh, we invite you to join us on the show to tell us <laughs> what the Welsh do because we're just not sure. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know I'm 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 throwing I'm throwing blows now. <laughs> like I'm gonna have some Welsh guy come. Oi. If they talk like that, then they're not Welsh. <laughs> So that's yeah. that's the per- perfect. Yeah. If you're Welsh, come on to the show. Let us know. I feel like I learned a lot. I feel like I made a point more than anything. But it, I'm I'm interested to see. Like, if you have some insight on this, let us know. You can you can tweet at me at KJY Miller and Jamie. Where can they find you? 
Uh, so I'm available on Twitter at dot net core blog. It's easily one of the worst Twitter handles ever because <laughs> it takes forever to explain. Um, but it's D-O-T-N-E-T-C-O-R-E-B-L-O-G. And if you tweet to either one of us, just throw in that hashtag AskABrit and we we just want to know we like this is this is design yeah we want to joke around we're friends we like to talk about this stuff but ultimately we we want to learn things and we can only do that as we get help from you lot out there so let us know use the hashtag ask a brit but i've i've been jay miller and I've been Jamie. And this has been Ask a Brit, and we will see you next time. Introduced to Dr. Money by some two-tone clown. Let's ride. Yeah.